FM, Santa Barbara 91.9. This is Inside Isla Vista. I'm Jennifer Yoshikoshi with KCSB News. This is the show that shares what's happening in and around Isla Vista and the UC Santa Barbara community. This is part one of a two-part series about bands in Isla Vista. On tonight's show, we talk to the Framers, one of the many bands that are based in Isla Vista. The music scene is loud in IV, with so many talented student musicians coming together to make music, play concerts, and to create the sound of Isla Vista. The Framers are an alternative rock indie band, and I got to hear about their inspirations and learn about each member's background coming into the band. Right now, you'll hear from Frankie, Julia, Allison, Oliver, and Max about what it's like to be in The Framers. I'm here with The Framers today. Um, they're a band in Isla Vista, and if you could go around and introduce yourselves and what you guys play. Frankie, rhythm guitar. I'm Oliver, I play lead guitar for the Framers. I'm Allison, and I'm the bassist. My name's Max, I play some drums. And I'm Julia, and I'm the lead singer. Great. So how long have you guys been together? So I met the Framers um, as they were about a year and a half ago. They were practicing, or they were playing a show, actually. And I met someone before they told me to come to the show. And that was in, like, February of last year, um, but I know that they were together before that too. Is there someone who started the band? So, so that would be a uh, Frankie and I. Yeah, that would be a uh, Frankie and I of um, I think it's February of 2019, which would mark out like my freshman year and 2020. his. 2020. No, it's 2019. Was it 19? Okay, 19. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, February of 2019. So that puts it like over like two and a half years of. Um, him and I being in the band because we did have previous members um, before we had Julia, Max, and um, Allison with us. But uh, Frankie and I have been here since the beginning. So how did you guys get started? Yeah, so essentially um, the original bassist, he was analytical guy. Shout out Tony Ortiz. Uh, he came over one day and he saw my guitar and he started slapping it like a bass. And I was like, hey, we should start a band. And we jammed a couple times. And we were just kidding at first, but I ended up putting a Reddit post and a Facebook free for sale post saying, hey, we're looking to start a band, looking for a guitar player and a drummer and a lead singer. And Oliver hit me up on Reddit. And then the other drummer at the time, he he was a mutual friend. So um, we met him through there and then we met up together around February 2019 and we just started jamming and um, we knew we had something there and we wanted to progress from there and we've gone through a lot of changes but um, like Oliver said we're like the original two that are still around and yeah that's kind of the background of how we started. Nice. So how did you, Allison and Max get into the band? Well it's actually a funny story for me because um, I go to the city college and I have a cousin who went to UCSB, he's graduated now, but he like lived in Isla Vista and stuff and he'd hang out and like, so one day I just get a text from, it turned out to be Julia, <laughs> saying, hey, we got your number from your cousin, we, I, like, we heard you play the bass, yeah, cause they met my cousin at the Santa Barbara Mission, 
super random, super random. Like, they just met him. They mentioned that they were looking for a bassist, and he was like, oh, my cousin lives in Isla Vista, and she's a bassist. So Julia shot me a text, and honestly, at first, like, I was a little hesitant because I was like, uh, like, what the heck? I was like, I wasn't looking to join a band. But then Julia was like, no, like, come jam with us and, like, see what's up, and... I did, and here I am. <laughs> now I'm in a band. Um, so I met Frank. I think I met Frankie like kind of when I met you as well, like in February. Of, he walked in my garage. I think it was like January or February of 2020. I just saw him jamming with his homies, and uh, I played bass for them for a little bit. I had no idea what I was doing, and then I guess when we kind of like regrouped after uh, like quarantine stuff, I've been playing drums for them for a little bit. So. Uh, yeah, I've known these guys for like two years now. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That feels good. So did all of you guys grow up around music? How did you guys find your desire to be in a band? I'll lead it off first. That's a great question. I was an athlete growing up all the way through. I loved playing baseball and football. It was just what spoke to me at the time. And as I kept getting older, I felt like my body was broke, was breaking down and something I always wanted to do is music but I just never had time to do it so I was just focused on being the best baseball player that I can be. I played in junior college, I walked on to UCSB but I didn't make it and I was kept as a bullpen catcher and my arms and my knees were dying and I always loved music, I always loved the strokes and I loved rap music and I just I made the transition to music after I was done with my baseball career and and honestly, it's probably the best decision I ever made because now I have feelings in my knees and my arms. But anyways, but anyways, uh, it's just the relationships I was able to build with all these people and just getting into the community, helping out the other bands that want to get started. And it's just a great community and it's just so welcoming and it just welcomes like everyone's background. I've only been playing guitar for two to three years, realistically. I mean, I learned how to play violin fourth through sixth grade and I grew up on Guitar Hero. So I had the I had the mechanics of it down, but it, it's a little different when you play with the band. Cause I remember the first time we, we jammed and I was I was so out of time, but I ended up picking it up eventually. I could hold my own now, but when we first started, I was obviously the worst band member, <laughs> for sure. And me, like Frankie and like many other like aspiring guitarists today, um, got my start in Guitar Hero um, because just, of course, that's usually the way it goes, and from that, you know, people will play that game, people will have, like, aspirations of wanting to be a rock star, and that was me at 10 years old, um, so my dad really, like, picked up on that. This was my start in music, that was my start in music, like, at 10 years old when he got me my first guitar, which is, like, the Stratocaster that I'm still using to this day, and uh, ever since then, like, him and my mom and just, like, people in my family have been, like, supporting me and trying to put me through classes and, like, expose me to new music, not just, like, rock, but just, like, things around the world, and try to get me a little more inspired and it just like learn about music basically and start performing it but as far as performance go I don't as far as performance goes I wasn't really um like too keen on starting a band until I like really realized just like how good of a musician I could be for myself and from that uh, or I guess before the framers uh, it was just like a, me doing a bunch of uh, self-produced covers and self-produced like music on my own before I decided to start putting that to a live in a, uh, a live setting in a band setting yeah, so um, I think I always sort of, like, grew up around music because, like, my dad, he's a bassist, too. And, like, he was definitely, like, a big reason why I chose to learn how to play the bass because 
I was also very much inspired by Guitar Hero. Like, I loved that game. I don't even, like, I don't know what it is about it, but I really wanted to learn an instrument. And my dad, who's been a bassist for, like, 40 years, he was like, trust me, like, you will love this. Like, just try it out and, like, tell me what you think and, like, we'll see what's up. And, yeah, I picked up the bass at maybe, like, I think I was, like, 12 or 13. And my dad was, like the one who sort of like taught me like the basics and like the foundational stuff but I was never like really like formally taught but like you know I feel like it hasn't really like hindered me too much like I still like there's definitely just like an under like a basic understanding of music that I feel like everyone like has even if you like aren't formally taught like I feel like you just know it sounds good you know and yeah that's sort of like how I started playing. <laughs> so we have three yeah. Guitar Hero inspirations. <laughs> Absolutely. Solid. Um, also Guitar Hero for Max. No Guitar Hero for me. I was I was a <laughs> DDR kid. Like when I was, So I guess that's kind of like rhythmic bass, drumming with my feet. But yeah, I guess like throughout school band, I kind of finally found that rhythm was kind of my, my forte and just thinking about it every day. And I've been playing drums for about 10 years now. And... Uh, yeah, I, I teach drums to uh, some little kids and some old kids as well, and it's just the best, yeah, and getting better every day, it's about the journey, you know, you're never going to be the best, but that's like, what's so great about it, you can always be a little better. Mm. Yeah. Dang. Also, um, just want to throw it in there that Max can play the drums and the bass Shot at the same the time, <laughs> so, so cool. in case you were wondering. <laughs> I think for me... I mean, not a lot of people in my family were musicians, per se. I mean, like, my uncle plays piano sometimes at home. But um, my neighbor was actually starting a children's, like, play production company. Um, So it's, like, musical theater for kids. And I was the shyest kid ever. Like, I would not go outside, and my mom literally dragged me there every single day. (laughs) Um, I would sing sometimes in the house, but, again, super shy. And she kind of wanted me to just be able to express myself in a different way you know it's like really important for kids to be involved in theater I think um, and I'm really grateful for that because even though it was hard in the beginning it just like gave me a sense of community and um, I started taking vocal lessons there um, for a little bit but obviously it was too shy for that um, but like I think that gave me a really good foundation for um, like just singing in general <clears throat> and kind of fostered my love for it just because I was around so many people who loved it and who believed in me and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, I'm really grateful for the support of my family too, just because I needed that at that age. But I think what like really got me into music was um, the music class at UCSB. I took a, a little bit of it um, one quarter, but I just didn't have time in my schedule. And I asked them if I could take other music classes, but I guess just didn't work with my schedule or they didn't have enough staff or something like that. But um, I ended up going to Canada for a little bit to study music. And um, someone asked me to play with them at some local bar. And it was in Nova Scotia, like the east of Canada. So there's literally no one there. There's like 500 people in the whole town. But I played there and it was just eye-opening. Like playing with people in a place where everyone just appreciates music is just so powerful and I came back from there and I was like I need to find a band and I heard someone practicing up on the top of lot 22 um and I that's where it all started I guess yeah so yeah definitely the community aspect really drew me to it it's really nice to hear how 
all of you guys have different backgrounds that kind of brought you into the band. Um, but do you, as a band, have an inspiration for your music as a whole? Yeah. As a whole. As a whole. Yeah, no, I yeah. think I think a big part of it is definitely got to be the Strokes, um, mainly because like that's just Frankie's number one uh, band, and it's um, usually when we start practicing, it's like one of the first songs that we like try out is like a stroke songs and also just like the foundation of the strokes being like one singer one dedicated lead guitarist one rhythm guitarist one drummer and one bassist like the foundation of that is what our band is in essence and i feel like from that we draw upon um, a lot of our music and a lot of our taste from it genre too um i think what's cool about our band is that we all kind of like different genres and we bring in aspects from those different genres to create one kind of like holistic sound also i just have to say in Guitar Hero on the Wii, Reptilia by The Strokes is one of the songs that's in that game, and that song definitely inspired me to learn to like pick up an instrument. I just have to say. So once again, The Strokes. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll echo that. If if it wasn't for Reptilia and The Strokes, I'd probably never be playing guitar right now. Like legitimately, they really are the only reason why I picked up the guitar, and I, I have Guitar Hero through to thank and. I think I played Reptilia over a million times in extra mode, and they're, they're my watch out. Watch out. They're my they're my main inspiration for sure, and and that's what we and like Oliver said, that's the foundation. The the two different guitars, one bass, one lead singer, one drummer who could also play bass and keyboard at the same time. <laughs> but but also like Julia said, we all have like very different backgrounds. I mean, I try to make my guitar sounds as close as the Strokes guitar players much as possible. And Oliver, when he does his lead stuff, he does, what would you describe it? Um, it's either just like a blend of like ambient experimental stuff or like just straight up shredding. So it, we, we all have, we all like a lot of the same bands too. I mean, Young the Giant is probably another one of our tops that we, we, we love. That's why we always play Cough Syrup. Jimmy Eat World, The Middle. Yeah, honestly, if we were to like pick an era, like early 2000s is probably where we get most of our inspiration. I mean, we love Arctic Monkeys. Black Keys, The Strokes, and it seems like that's where we kind of live. And when we play songs in different eras, it still sounds like an early 2000s song. So like we'll play like Twist and Shout. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like the original Twist and Shout. It sounds like a remake in the year 2000. But that's just how we sound and in essence of what we do over here with the framers. But I think that just kind of stems from the people who we play for too, right? So we're playing for, right now, um, people our age and we grew up on that kind of music and I think it's almost like a comfort, nostalgic kind of feeling. Everyone knows the middle, everyone knows some Arctic Monkey songs, like they're all songs that like people can like get down and jam to, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I definitely listened to a lot of this stuff when I was growing up too, yeah, like Led Zeppelin. Big uh, in John Bonham, good stuff. So uh, yeah, I think uh, when we play these like very well-known songs, it just like adds a lot of hype mm-hmm. to the show. Definitely, Reptilia really garners the most hype. It is insane. I like people like moshed Reptilia so hard. <laughs> I think everyone just knows it because of Guitar Hero Three. I just remember the second we we start that song, every time there's always so, there's always people in the crowd saying dunna dunna dunna. Every single time before we start playing, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna play a song about the Strokes," and and it just goes that way. And but when people come see a Framer show, they know 
they're gonna play strokes. <laughs> like they, they just know, they're like, that's why I think we get a lot of people to these shows is I think a lot of people do like the strokes. And if they only like the strokes at like a pretty basic level, we know the songs that they would probably know. So it's gonna be Last Night or Reptilia. And we play both of those at every single show. <laughs> and people go down to it every time. Sounds like the strokes are like your trademark, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. This is Inside Isla Vista. I'm Jennifer Yoshikoshi with KCSB News. Today we're speaking about bands in Isla Vista, with this episode being about The Framers, an alternative rock indie band from Isla Vista. We learn more about the band as I ask if there's something special that the band feels about performing specifically in Isla Vista. 100%, like what we were saying before, like the 2000s inspired songs were kind of just like what we grew up on and what we like to hear. So, you know, people our age like have an emotional connection to it, I think. Um, but definitely in Isla Vista, like people get down and, and that energy is definitely super invigorating you know just like seeing everyone around you having a good time like even if you don't sound good you're gonna be like really popping and having a good time and making really good memories singing too mm-hmm. and playing yeah I definitely think that like I mean I personally never anticipated like being in a band but like having the opportunity to like perform in Isla Vista I think like I couldn't imagine starting anywhere else because like not only the other like musicians that are in Isla Vista, which are like, everyone's so talented and like so cool and so nice. But like, yeah, like people just know how to get down in Isla Vista, like the students of UCSB. I think the crowd really does drive how we play and and they really do influence. I mean, it's tough. I remember Max was talking to me about this after one of our shows where we had like 200, 300 people in the backyard. And uh, what did you call Max? Like auditory response, like just, like there's so many people in front of you and you just want to be at the same speed as as them like it's hard not to fall into that trap when we're trying to stay on beat and i remember when we played twist and shout for the first time like in a metal concert there's this thing where the people like go around in a circle and they did that for twist and shout and it's not a metal song and then you see these people like oh shake it on baby just like they crash into each other and it was lit, don't get me wrong, but it was just surreal to see something like that. Like, you expect to see that at, like, maybe, like, Metallica or, like, some punk rock show. And the, the people of Isla Vista, they, um, they really influence how we play because we've done live streams before, and it sounds like we're too perfect. <laughs> and it's crazy. But it's like, but when you play in front of people, there's just that aspect, the human interaction that really can't be matched in any other setting, especially when you're in the backyard of a DP house and the people are are literally on the same level as you. So you're playing your music and I don't know, Julia's like five, six. Okay. She's like five, six. And there's like a bunch of like tall dudes, like, like, like right, like right there in front of her. Right. And it's just pretty surreal. And, and, uh, I know we love the people I love us. I mean, I remember when I first came to UCSB, like before I even started here, the first place I went to was a band show. And it was on accident because I had no idea that this was a thing. But you could just see the, the community is just so welcoming. Like people of different backgrounds. Like there's no frat kid at the front that's like, who do you know here? Like that, that's not a thing in the in the music community. And I think that's really important that we highlight that because... 
the other thing too is all the musicians and the other bands they're not just musicians really they're engineers they're uh comm majors they're 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 very smart ucsb students and it gets overlooked a lot and and i think that also like goes into the community thing of everyone's just welcoming of all backgrounds which is just awesome so yeah, do you guys have a big goal as a band? Like, is it to get a record deal? Are you just making music for fun? Are you trying to make it big? What's like the main goal? So I think the, I think the main thing that I've always was big into is it's for the love of the game. We could play any show. We don't care if we make money or not. Like, like we, we all are UCSB students. We're all very smart. We're all capable of going into the workforce and whatnot. But that's why, and I think it's important that we just do it for the for the love of the game. Because if you start treating it as a job, you're just gonna think, oh, like I have to do this, I have to do this. But this is fun. None of us like like if it wasn't fun, we wouldn't be doing it. And my end goal is just just do this for fun for as long as I can. And whenever it ends, it ends. If if we get paid for some shows, or we, that's just icing on the cake, like. That's just, okay, that's cool, but just generate, just making people's lives better for them coming to a show and, and us enjoying that is ultimately, ultimately the, the greatest satisfaction that I'll receive. Yeah, I think for me, like, it's definitely just, like, about having fun, like, playing the instrument that I love to play and, like, ever since I joined the Framers, like, I've met so many, like, wonderful people that, like, I probably would have never had the opportunity to meet, and, like, I've been able to make, like, so many new connections with people, which I think is just, like, so, so cool, and I would have never had this opportunity without, like, being in the Framers and, like, doing music, and I think that's, like, that's all I could really want. I think as far as an end end goal goes, uh, music is definitely one of those things that, like, everybody just like thinks about like at least or dreams about at least like once a month or something about being just like the rock star and the top dog and just like being a millionaire out of making their own original music um but that's not to say that's what my end goal is because like as like um frankie and allison have already said it's like just in it for the fun and in it for meeting people and mostly for the experience and making yourself a better musician and as long as i get that i feel like i'm happy with what i'm doing with the framers it don't it doesn't have to be like a multi-million dollar like brand but just being part of something fun is what's fun about it um for me like a musical goal is like i kind of mentioned earlier just to to get better every day and a pretty cool thing if like you're a musician and you have that urge even if you may not have anything like lined up in the next week or month but like you have that urge to want to practice for no reason like that's pretty special like if you just have this desire for nothing and if you do have that stuff will happen and you'll meet people and you'll play shows and you know go to ivy and drink some vitali and get some free birds after the show and just have a good time and yeah but uh yeah just being open and uh trying to get better every day and see what happens yeah i would definitely agree with everything that everyone has said thus far um definitely just working to get better individually and um, I, know, I think there's a lot to say about like us in that aspect just because when I met Ollie and Frankie like 
I didn't know what being in a band meant either. You know, we were all kind of just like starting out of nothing. And just to see the growth within our band and within the other IV bands is remarkable. And it's kind of hard to think about an end goal when you're having so much fun, like performing with your friends and just like meeting new people within your community who eventually expand your community, right? So those connections are, you know, what lasts with you. Obviously, the music that you record as well, but um, I think that when people who just love music that come together, like, if anything comes out of that, that's great. Um, but if not, it's the, the fun times and the memories that you, like, made with those people. Not saying that I don't have any, like, material goals, just because, like, I think that we have a lot of potential as a band, I think. Like, we are all getting so much better, you know, Max's motto, getting better every single day. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see like where the next steps for us would be. Do you guys have anything you want to announce? Any, anything you want to shout out? Um, I guess I could shout out uh, our Instagram page. Um, if you want to give us a quick follow on our Instagram page at the Framers Ivy, so that would just be the Framers and the letters Ivy for Isla Vista. Um, yeah, give us a follow and um, just keep in touch for our following shows and our following single releases. I would like to shout out the other bands of Ivy, Close Out, Happy Medium, Taste Good, Careless Cub, Aqua Stallion, Pretty Cheeky, Drummer Heads, oh, Artificial, um, Don't Blink, uh, <laughs> Don't Blink, and um, I think the main thing is that we want to shout them out too because we really drew inspiration from watching their shows. Seeing them perform really drove us to to us forming our band. Uh, seeing the crowds that Taste Good and Careless Cub brought in and just seeing their their just their performances were just awesome and we we're just like wow like they're they're so cool and hopefully one day we could be half the band that they are. And we'll have hope and and, and just creating our own identity which i think we've done pretty well thus far so shout, but yeah shout out to those bands because really they are they're awesome and and they gave us our first shots too when we first started we always went on at eight o'clock and we opened for all those bands so it, it's it's pretty surreal when bands are hitting us up and they want to open for us and we wouldn't be at this stage without them because we would have never got those experiences and it's almost like the the real world. Like you just you just grow in that network, and you find the people who are chill, and, and it's just awesome. And and like and on that note too, uh, the networking too is like it's pretty cool. And like I said, we're all UCSB students, except for Max. And uh, if we wanted to run our own startup company, <laughs> started in downtown, and we probably could because we just know like everyone's strengths and whatnot. I'd say uh, this man Frankie over here, he has, a, he has good charisma. I tell him this a lot. And he uh, <laughs> he does a good job tank. to rally the, uh, the troops together in like whatever context. So good on you, dude. Shout out the people who let us use their backyards for yeah. some oh, yeah. shows. Because I know it's a lot, you know, it can be overwhelming at times. But honestly, like the band scene is so welcoming, as Frankie was saying, and so accommodating that we really try to like... Um, keep it under control and make sure that everyone's respectful and most of the time they definitely are everyone's just there to have a good time but again like shout out to those people who let us use their backyards <laughs>
And shout out to all the people that even like take the time out of their day to like listen to us yeah. because like I would have never imagined like people would take the time out of their day to come to a specific location <laughs> to like hear the music that we play like and that is crazy it. and scream it and like like follow what we do so thank yeah. you so much it's really to everyone <laughs> who listens it's really surreal like when we've like worked so hard on a song just like look out into the audience and like see them kind of like mouthing some of the words i never thought that that would be something that would happen in my life but yeah shout out to all those listeners for sure and shout out to you the listener <laughs> That was Frankie, Oliver, Julia, Allison, and Max from The Framers, an alternative rock indie band from Isla Vista. This is their song, Lemonade. You've been listening to Inside Isla Vista, and thanks for tuning in Wednesdays at 5 p.m. to find out what's happening in and around Isla Vista. I'm Jennifer Yoshikoshi, and this is 91.9 FM KCSP.